top to top, we top to top From the shots that's called to the tomahawks To the league boss and the ones who lost Give it to me once, I don't drop the ball To the home runs that was out the park Kershaw when I'm pitching off Kobe the Howard, he looking soft LA Rams in the city, y'all Got special guests, got breaking news Come top to top, switch out of spot You know, my cheer team, we went down to nationals and um, had our college nationals. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that a little bit later. We'll definitely talk about that. Um, but you had overall a good break. Overall, it was a good break. Great break. Yes. But I'm That's ready good. to be back to work, you know. Let's do it. I would have it no other way. So um, let's start off with your favorite sport. All right. The NBA. There was some news today. Mm, it was. So how do you feel about Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis requesting a trade. Um, I guess the first thing that we can say is, are we surprised? Not at all. Okay. Are you? No, I'm not surprised. I'm. You know what? I am a little surprised about. I want to. I'm. I'm interested to find out how the fan base feels. That's. Uh... The reason why I say that is because being a Pacer fan, we'll get into that later. Of course, being a Pacer fan, but. Having Anthony Davis come out and say things along the lines of, uh, if the playoff started today, we're on the outside looking in, so that means I'm not doing my job, whatever, whatever. Everything that he said lets you know that it was business. It was business in terms of the New Orleans Pelicans. Obviously, we, we all anticipated that something was going on behind the scenes, but to not let the season play out the way that he originally said, I mean, again, you have to wonder how much Rich Paul was pushing in the back because I'm pretty sure he was pushing since the offseason when LeBron signed to say it then, um, especially when he signed with Clutch Sports. But, I mean, I, I, my heart kind of goes out to the fan base because when you get that, you all you can do is take a person at their word. Yeah. So when when your superstar says that he's in it for the long haul or he doesn't say necessarily that, but he's focused on business at hand and this is business at hand this season – and then not even halfway through it, he yeah, wants out. Absolutely. They have to be very disappointed. He's actually, um, he's one of my favorites. Where do, where do you think he's going? you think he's... Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> the obvious answer is L.A. Um, and being from L.A., who wouldn't want to be back? No, I'm just playing. But um, <laughs> kind of. But um, truthfully speaking... I believe it's only two possible answers, and that would be L.A. Um, with the Lakers, excuse me, or Boston. And only because Boston continues to just pile up assets, uh, draft picks, they continue to hit gold. So I think it's one of those things where... But you do not want Boston being a me, No, Pacers absolutely fan. not. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't want Boston constructed the way that they are currently. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and even with that, they're struggling. So um, they, they've, they've kind of they've kind of find their um, they've kind of found their groove now. But like I said, I guess we'll talk about the Eastern Conference and the standings a little bit later. But one of the things that I do look at when I look at Anthony Davis is he can fit into any into any scheme. And I think it's one of those things to where if it's the Lakers, 
you have to think about two things. You have to think about, do I really want to dismember the entire team now? Because if I'm New Orleans, oh, yeah, I'm asking for everything. I want the boat. Right. You're going to have to send everything. Right. Maybe some cash just to make me happy. But it's one of those things where if the Lakers feel like they could possibly strike out in free agency, I'm that, I guess that's another entire conversation for another day. But if the Lakers front office feels like – or LeBron. Because, I mean, I, LeBron definitely has that type of weight regardless of what people say, um, regardless of who's in the front office. And it's not its not, not a shot at Magic or Rob Palenka. I think that you value that great basketball mind. If LeBron feels like the window is now in terms of getting that superstar to attract that next superstar, then you have to give up the boat. So I think that's kind of the main thing that the Lakers need to think about. And then the second thing is Boston has more attractive assets. So how fast do you want to do it so Boston doesn't get the chance? That makes sense. So I, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll kind of, I guess we'll, we'll wait on that one. Here's one. What do you think about the Knicks? The Knicks. Um, I don't believe no. it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, 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 it's gonna take a person to go to the Knicks in free agency. I don't think that the Knicks have anything in terms of attraction. Right. I don't. I don't think they're gonna. Who would you want? And then even then. Whoever they would trade for in terms of wanting them, like the other team, the Pelicans, Anthony Davis is back in a similar situation by himself. Right. So I believe, and he's not even by himself in New Orleans. So let me let me backtrack on that one. Um, but I do think it's one of those things where in New York is going to take a free agent who just kind of has that mentality. And the only one of the pl- only players that I'm looking at in free agency who has that mentality to say I can go to New York and these years of losing it doesn't mean anything to me in fact i kind of want that so i can change it is Kyrie. okay that's the only person that i see with that mentality that that he was born with that chip on his shoulder yeah to say oh yeah the knicks can't win okay let me go change that and who who better to attract somebody to new york than Kyrie? i think if Kyrie was there with chris stapps any superstar would want to go over there 100 percent do you know how old uh, Anthony Davis is, by the way? Because I'm looking at it right now, and I'm actually kind of surprised. 25? I... Yes. Is wow. he? Yep. So how long has he been in the league? Five years? No, wait. No. Absolutely not. At least seven years. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up. We're going to have to get back to that, but he's 25 years old. Yep. Oh my god! Oh, speaking of, yes. since you just nailed that, what should I we do, do our uh, alternative stat right now? Are you ready? Uh, am I ready? That's a different question. But should we do it right now? I guess the answer is yes. I guess we have no choice. All right, so, let's do um, it. I know that you're not watching the Super Bowl, but yes, in honor of the Super Bowl okay. happening this Sunday, I, I got some questions for you. All right. Okay, here we go. So two of them are true one of them is false okay up to you to figure out which one is false so the highest super bowl score ever totaled was 75 points second one four teams have never been to the super bowl the detroit lions houston texans cincinnati Bengals, and the cleveland browns and then the third one halftime performers are not paid two of them are true one of them is false um I'm definitely going to go with Super Bowl halftime performers. Well, you know what? Because I heard it was their choice, 
in terms of giving it to a charity. But I don't think that they have to. So I'm going to assume and I guess I would kind of hope <laughs> that the alternative stat would be the last one that people don't get paid for at the halftime performers don't get paid for the Super Bowl. It's actually true. They don't get paid. Really? But I, you know, I like to trick you a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the four teams that sounded pretty accurate, but mm -hmm. I, one of the teams is wrong in there. And that team is the team. The Bengals have been to the Super Bowl. The fourth team is actually the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags. The Jags. So halftime performers. That was Bernie. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about something. We said the Bengals. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. So the halftime performers, all expensive, all expenses and production costs are taken care of, but they don't actually pay the artist a wage. It's pretty crazy, huh? You know what's interesting now? Because now this is a conversation for the podcast, and I kind of want to write it down. We'll talk about what the podcast is later on. But supposedly somewhere down the line, see, now I really, now I have to wait until the podcast. <laughs> but now I really have questions because. I was told, at least I read actually somewhere, that Travis Scott yeah. was donating okay, so his um his earnings to it was some it was some some charity that he wanted to basically donate it to. Like I said on the podcast, we'll get into why he even felt the need. At least I felt like the pressure to do that. Um, and Travis isn't a person who really feels pressure. I don't feel like ever, but we can get into that conversation and whether it was deserved or not. So, do, yeah, we're definitely going to have to go back to this and make sure that my uh, stats are correct. Let's double check. Let's double check. It's yeah. all fun. Yeah, but I like yours better. I think it'd be better if they did get paid and then they donated. Yeah, I mean, it makes more sense. Look at how much money is being brought in. But I mean, seriously. Hey. You know, the NFL, they're pretty stingy, so. Yeah, I'm I'm over at UNLV. That's, <laughs> that's, that's about all I control. That's about all I can control. Okay, so what about um, a quote? Do you have a quote for us today? Um, yes, as a matter of fact. Um, one of the things that this quote will be, it's considered a tip-in from my mom. My mom kind of keeps me going in terms of just kind of sending me small things like I, she has this knack of kind of sending me a picture or sending me an inspirational quote at the time that i kind of needed the most so um ironically enough i said all of that and the one today didn't come from her but um <laughs> i was just listening to Charlemagne, and i felt that one of the things that he said um and i think this was either on the breakfast club or either the brilliant idiots podcast one of the two and he said that and it's something I want us both to keep in mind, especially doing what we're doing and moving forward. He said, um, if you live for the I have to make sure I get it right now. If you live for the compliments, you'll die by the critiques. Nice. And we're in a business to where we have to call it how we see it. And regardless of, like I said, if this is the radio show, our other little thing that we're going to talk about later or whatever that we're doing i want us to understand that if people on social media jump up in in arms and they're saying you guys are terribly wrong <laughs> to take that with a grain of salt the same way that we would if they were jumping up saying you guys are geniuses that's great so. i need that for sure um speaking of social media and people speaking on it yes we'll ha have a nice little segment later on Yes, yes. We finally get to explain what that segment is and um, kind of put everybody on alert. 
yeah. <laughs> at least let everybody know what we're looking for. I'm excited about that. That's going to be fun. No, oh, that's going to be a really fun one. Because people really are just, they just don't care on social media. <laughs> Not at all, but hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll hold them accountable, and that's what we're looking for. Absolutely. Um, okay, so to finish off this segment in the NBA, I don't want to break your heart too bad, but... <sighs> We kind of got to talk about uh, the Pacers. Okay, kind of kind of do a prelude a little bit so I can drink water before I go <laughs> on this kind of semi-rant. Okay, so as, uh, what I'm thinking uh, while you're upset is LeBron, no, more, no longer in the East. Right. Pacers have a chance to actually uh, run with this. Right. And your boy. Speaking of run. Yeah. Um, the, the Pacers, man, we... We attempt to set the pace, right? Um, man, what did he? What did he do exactly to his leg? So he ruptured his quad attendant, oh. or attendant. Jeez, Louise, that just lets you know that my mind is a thousand different places right now. He ruptured his quad tendon. Wow, somebody's gonna text me about that one. But um, anyway, long story short, one of the reasons why, obviously. Um, prayers go out to Victor Oladipo uh, in this time of need. You never want to see an athlete get injured, especially one to that magnitude. Hopefully he can um, have a speedy and a blessed recovery. That's what I'm hoping for. But one of the things that I was thinking about, especially when that injury happened, was nobody talks about the Pacers. Right. And it's fine, especially being a Pacer fan, it's fine. But this particular one or this particular season rather kind of bothered me because Victor has been saying it since, I mean, if I can remember since last season, honestly, when he kind of, actually since he kind of got here, he's been saying that basketball obviously was born there in Indiana and the Pacers aren't essentially looked at as a premier team. And for whatever reason, we can have that conversation. I don't necessarily, um, argue too much so i can see that argument a little bit that we shouldn't be a necessarily a premier team but i believe seasons where we don't get a nationally televised game or we get one and it's the one with the knicks and it's simply for nostalgic purposes there is a certain level of disrespect there when you look at the level of consistency that the pacers have established in the eastern conference some will say it's the eastern conference whatever the case may be but let's talk about the, the teams that they're talking about this year in the eastern conference they're talking about toronto they're talking about Milwaukee. They're talking about Philadelphia. They're talking about Boston. Right. Those are the four teams. The Indiana Pacers were wedged in between those four teams, and the Pacers were third in the East. Damn. At the time of the injury. So it's I one of those things where nothing was being said. And now just to see the injury, of course, regardless of how the season ends, they're going to say, oh, the Pacers will be the Pacers. Okay. They're definitely underrated. I would. I found that out last year uh, at the playoffs. Oh man, that, that's that's a podcast <laughs> conversation because I okay. might curse, but that one <laughs> I think is I just that? that one. To be honest with you, yeah, let's not even let's not even touch that series. <laughs> okay, so um, the Pacers did tweet out though that he underwent successful surgery and is expected to make a full recovery. So good, good. that is great news right there get back soon Vic um do we have more NBA uh you want to talk James right well yeah 
Yeah, definitely, because Ooh-wee. I think our um, our thoughts about him are a little different, right? Are they? <laughs> are they? So you want to go ahead and go first? He's killing it. Yes. Jeez. What is this, his 23rd game? Um, I've lost count. With 30 points, right? I've lost count. I've honestly lost count. The tear that he's on is, is, yeah, it's more. I think more than the digits that I have. But the question is, um, can he be compared to these? Yes. Great basketball players that he is. Actually, we should. Um, can we put that on social media? So yeah. That people can uh, absolutely can tweet us. That sounds like something that I think we should get some sort of uh, traction on. I agree. Hashtag uh, talk nerdy to me. Uh yeah. Hashtag you talk can do nerdy that. to me. If you uh, if you think Harden is one of the greats, let us know. Or if you have an argument against it, let us know. Chatterbox, what do you uh, give me your argument and t- <sighs> tell me that story again about uh Kobe. Just one of the things that obviously I've I've been hearing and I mean everybody's been talking about it. And I guess you can say that it's well-deserved, and I'm not taking it away from him by any means. But, the like I said, the tear that he's on, he's in the conversation with the Wilts and the Jordans and things of that nature. And the conversation has almost become, is he the best offensive player since those players? And, again, like I said, maybe it's because I'm from L.A. or whatever the case may be. Because I know a lot of people are probably going to tell me that, but they'll come to find out I'm not a Laker fan. But I look at something, I look at everything, not something, but I look at everything that Kobe did. And, yeah, I still don't see how people gloss over who Kobe Bryant was, especially when you're talking about who they were as an offensive player. I mean, even people like Allen Iverson and – the tears that he went on at the at the size that he was. I think that's one of those things where it, it can't be understated. And that's it often goes understated. And I think that James is what he's doing is remarkable. But a lot of it he's getting I mean the step back that's a travel. Right. <laughs> it's a travel. Like it is a travel. I'm not mad at him because if they don't call it, hey, keep doing it. But it's a travel. That's exactly what that is. So I guess you can't hold that against him too much simply because they're not calling it. But it's one of those things in my mind where you look at how much he gets to the free throw line, and it's not a knock on him, but those points count as well. Okay. So okay. I, I don't know, Just especially when I look at headlines that say, Will Jordan Harden. I'm just like so Kobe shooting with his left his left hand after separating his shoulder or dislocating his right shoulder in a game at Portland. So people forget that, but okay. You're right. What's that phrase? Um we are stuck in like this moment. What people Oh. Yeah, uh prisoners of the moment. Thank you. Prisoners that, of the moment. That is definitely true and whenever comparing old stars and the new athletes, it's definitely prisoner of the moment. Oh, yeah. I think that's um, – and I guess to each his own, um, I, I just can't make any basketball conversation, and I can't sit in any basketball conversation 
and not bring up COVID. Yeah. People can, hey, we can honestly talk about it or people can feel upset about that. And people can feel like I said that I have an L.A. bias or whatever the case may be. Hey, at this point, it is what it is. I believe that Kobe Bryant has earned that. Um, and again, people like Allen Iverson. And yeah, I have an interesting story about Allen Iverson and I can't get into on the on on this radio show either but i met him in high school and for me to still speak highly of him people that know this conversation and know this interaction would be surprised that i'm speaking so highly of him but i still hold ai in a heart in a high regard in my heart but um yeah we definitely all right had an interaction in uh in high school all right that's going on the notes that's coming up in the podcast i want to hear it yes yes let's do it so uh last thing before we take a break. Yes. Let's talk about um, the games we have on board tonight in the NBA. Let's and, do it. Um, look at their... Shout out to Chris Paul for coming back. Um, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because you seeing a person like him, again, Chris Paul is going to go down as one of the greatest point guards, especially of this generation, if not the greatest. Y- you never want to see him continue to miss significant chunks of the season like that. These are times that we're going to look back and... and and uh, hopefully we don't look back and say that his best years are behind him, but uh, hopefully he can come back and continue to do some great things. Yes, absolutely. Have you met him? Uh, Chris, um, walked by him at Summer League. Okay. I didn't speak to him. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, he seems like such a stand-up guy. So I was To be honest with you, everybody who, speak, who speaks with him says that. Um, again, it's Summer League, so... Kind of walked in on his phone just yeah. in his downtime. So I just, uh, I didn't, I have, again, I didn't have anything to say at the moment. So I just yeah. kind of let it be. Yeah. Okay. So tonight we have um, the Warriors at the Pacers, and Warriors <sighs> are are minus eight and a half. Oh, I bet. You like that? No, I don't like that. Like, but do can I argue with it? No. What kind of question is that? Do I like that? No, I do not like that. Oh, okay. Do um, you like that bet? Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you like that bet? Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that the Pacers will get it together eventually. But like I said, that's something that I'll, I'll hold that conversation off until it actually happens. But, um, the Pacers will write the ship. Nate McMillan, I have confidence in, but yeah, the Warriors <laughs> minus eight. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take that one. Okay. What about the Knicks playing the Hornets? And the Hornets are favored by 12. I have a significant question. Yes. Probably doesn't matter if they win or not. But because um, probably the Hornets are probably going to win regardless. But I do have a question. Are they in MSG? What's that? Are they in MSG? Are they at Madison Square Garden? Um, No. No. So they're okay. Never mind. Because no. I was about to say, if, if they're at Madison Square Garden, just right before the All-Star break, I could see Kimba Walker going crazy in Madison Square Garden. But... Since it's at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, um, what are they? Minus 12? Minus 12. I mean. I don't know. Take, no, no, no. Out, I'm not taking right? a bet. I'm not taking a bet. No. Coach Fizz, no, no. The Knicks are coming to play. Okay. The Knicks are coming to play. Shoot. Let's just take the Knicks. That's plus 650 right there. Money line for them to actually win <laughs> in Charlotte. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going that far. Okay, we'll take the twelve. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going that far. Okay, let's. Uh, we got two more, but let's take a break and then. Uh, I'm sorry, three more games. Three let's, more. We'll take a break and then when we come back, we'll talk about them. You're listening to Talk That Talk Radio Show on 
95.1. The Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White. This is Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. We'll be right back. This is the story of a stove. An energy-saving stove made in Uganda. When Child Fund worked with local youth to make and sell these stoves, well, things really heated up. Because these stoves use very little wood and produce less smoke. Reducing deforestation and respiratory disease. They're creating jobs and a brighter future. This is only one of Child Fund's many innovative solutions benefiting children in need worldwide. To learn more, visit childfund.org. Child Fund. Innovative solutions, one child at a time. Having a place to go after school will make you a better student. Having an outlet to express yourself will make you a better artist. Having something to do together will make you a better family. At The Y, we're helping build better friends, listeners, writers, swimmers, scientists, and musicians, one chance at a time. Give the gift of opportunity. Support The Y at ymca.net. The Y for a better us. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk radio show, 91.5 KUNV HD2. I'm Alex White, and my host over here is Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, we ended off with some NBA games on board mm-hmm. tonight, and yes. let's um, let's finish it off. We have three more. All right. All right, so we have um, the Nets at Celtics, and the Celtics are minus 10 and a half. Ten and a half. Yep. At home. No. no. The Celtics. Celtics are gonna win. Mm. Celtics are gonna win. <laughs> I had to think about it, but Celtics are gonna win. But ten? No. Not about ten. These games. Um, the Nets are serious, man. I'm, the Nets are serious. Okay. Okay. These games. These the Nets are real. Spreads are really, really big tonight. Uh-huh. The next two are one six and one six and a half, but the other three we've talked about mm-hmm. have been eight and a half, twelve, and ten and a half. That's... I mean, again, like I said, uh, the Pacers. I would love to know what the numbers were before Victor got injured. I would too. Um, because even you know what's interesting, we play the Warriors well. We right. do. But again, the reason why I said even being a Pacer fan, of course, who I, who do I want to win? That goes without saying. But who do I feel is going to win? Who do I think is going to win? Especially, like I said, with the I'm not in that locker room, but what I feel to be the news that Vic has done for the season. Um, I don't know, just the best team in the league visiting you. I'm not sure that it matters. It, this would be great in terms of just storyline if the team can. You know, this this would be the best and biggest time to kind of step up and uh, do that for Vic, especially in his absence. In his absence, if it, so I was trying to find what it would have been, but mm-hmm. it didn't open up soon enough. But if it makes you feel any better, the money is coming in on the Pacers to cover because it was as high as nine and a half. Okay, at some places. Okay. So now it's down to eight and a half, even. So let's do it. Yep. Let's do it, Pacers. Yep. Set the pace. That's not a team that I don't even I I don't even want to say pace when talking about the Warriors because they'll they'll set it. Right. <laughs> they'll set the pace that they feel comfortable with. Right. Okay. So we have the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. Yes. Um, Nuggets minus six. Yes. Yes. I can see that. Okay. I can see that. And then the last one is the Hawks and the Clippers. 
in LA. Uh, Clippers are minus six and a half. Mm. Yeah, the Hawks have had a layoff in LA. Yeah, they've had a couple of days off in LA, I think. Okay. So, LA's undefeated. Okay. Yeah, LA's undefeated. There's six points. Clippers should do that. Okay. Doc Rivers should have his should have his team ready. Um, speaking of that game, the total mm-hmm. is two thirty one and a half for which, the Clippers and the Hawks. Yeah, which is the highest total of the night. It's wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Clippers two thirty one and a half. Let's. And, okay, so wait a minute. The Grizzlies are playing. The you just said it. Nuggets. The Nuggets. Yes. So. The Grizzly aren't going to run. That's not in their style. It hasn't been their makeup for a long time. So the Nuggets, they're going to put up. It's probably going to be a lopsided game. Okay. The Warriors and the Pacers, Vic's out. But Vic hasn't been playing well anyway um, since, since, his, uh, since his knee soreness. He hasn't come back and, t- and played the way that he was in terms of all-star caliber um, before right before the injury. Um, you can tell something was bothering him. So... Even that number, the Warriors, I can kind of see, but that's a that's still a Doc Rivers coach team, and I understand that the Hawks are gonna are gonna jack up threes and and uh, run, but that's still a Doc Rivers coached defense on on the other side of the ball. Um, right. Wow, that's a little disrespectful in my opinion. Two, but you know what? Again, that's the trend that we see in the NBA, though. Which which is again. I'm not trying to – well, I guess I can kind of go back to the point, but I'm not trying to sully the point. But James Harden, you're scoring 60, and it's great, but teams are kind of averaging 118 now. Right. So – Right. That is that is a good point. I mean, and it, it's not – I guess it, nobody can can argue um, the, the side of pace because, yeah, everything is sped up, and – I guess we can't blame them for that in terms of uh, getting their points. But people ask me, of course, I'm only 24 years old, but people ask me all the time, um, when did I consider, like, my golden era of basketball? Like, what was the time that I really, really liked? And ironically enough for me, it was those 2004, 2005, 2006 years. And ironically enough, it was one of those times because even you could even go back to as early as, 2001 maybe 2002 only reason why i say that is because points were hard to come by so if you're watching sports center and somebody dropped 50 that was huge news like somebody dropped the triple double that was huge news because right. the games were 86 to 72 in the nba finals like when when detroit was playing the san antonio spurs yeah first to 80 wins guys like that's the way that the games were so i mean i like that and a lot of people say it was less to watch it's no, every basket means more. Right. That, I don't know. That's that, just me. So That was a great question. I actually want to write that down. But how'd you say that? You're, the golden time? Yeah, like the like golden the, era of basketball. Like when was your time. when was the golden era that you were able to see? And I think between like I said, if I want to go back as early as like two thousand and two, um to maybe two thousand and eight, actually. If I truthfully wanted to go back to two thousand and ten. That last NBA Finals with the Lakers and the Celtics in 2010, like from okay. 2002 to then, even 2000 to then, that 10-year gap was like, 
yes that was that was it for me okay the defense is what you're saying absolutely i think i might actually give me one second no worries i was about to say do i have to fill the air (laughs) maybe so the last time they played each other sorry i'm still on the hawks and clippers okay um it was 127 clippers Mm -hmm. to 119 so see this and when was that that was November, November. Oh, it was my birthday. Hey. All right. All right. Um, so that would explain why I didn't see that game. Um, so, 119. You know, like I said, the Hawks are going to get their shots up. They're a young team. They're going to run. Uh, shout out to Vince Carter. He's still running. Um, you know what's interesting, too? I do have a, a story about Vince Carter that I can tell on the air. Um, I met him at Summer League, and it's funny because – when you meet some of these people and especially um just in whether it's radio whether it's um print journalism whatever it is when you run into these people especially people that you grew up watching um you you want to say something and i think that's that's kind of where i was with vince and somebody asked me to take a picture of them and vince and i absolutely was like sure and i took a picture and when i shook his hand i laughed and i was just like you know what and i was like Thanks for my childhood. Really? And he just like la- yeah, and he laughed and was like, you know what? I appreciate that. And I was like, nah, trust me, we do. And I think about something like that, and it, it may sound familiar. Uh, obviously, hopefully he's listening, but it may sound familiar um, to some people that I've told the story to. But that's the exact same thing that I told that I told Tracy McGrady when I met him. I like that. I need to because that. regardless, I'm still going to do my job and I still have to do it regardless. But I just want to let you know that you shaped a childhood. Like, let that sink in. Watching Tracy McGrady score 13 points in 35 seconds. That's a memory for me. Right. Like being in my backyard trying to emulate that. That's a memory for me. And so I, I, I have no problem telling them to their face. And I'm sure they do appreciate that. That is nice to hear, you know. And it's a good, nice little compliment. I like it. Um, okay, so let's wrap up. We're done with NBA, but we have to talk about Sunday because you know it's my favorite day of the year. Yes, yes, yes. And, Football. And um, where's my? Did I lose it? Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, so we have props for days mm-hmm. right here in front of us. So we're yes. going to talk about a few of them for fun. And um, disclaimer: you won't, you'll be working Sunday. Yes, <laughs> I am. So you'll be a little busy. That helps. But, okay, so first of all, the Patriots are favored. Uh, it's about two and a half almost everywhere now. What do you think? Sounds about right. Um, I mean, again, like I said, especially sitting out a season, um, referring to myself, especially sitting out the season, um, I would I would feel some type of – and you know what's funny? Because I know, I know my friends in the city – if the Rams win a Super Bowl yeah. the year that I sat out, yeah. my friends are gonna say, "Don't come back, <laughs> don't 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 watch football again." Because when you don't stop watching, L- LA LA wins one. So I, I gotta be honest for you. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. In my heart, I'm rooting for the Rams again. Absolutely. Just my personal standing. I I won't be watching them. Hopefully, win the Super Bowl. But the line makes sense. I mean, when you look at somebody who's done it as much as the Patriots have. Anytime that they're an underdog, I kind of question it. Uh, well, I feel like you should question it. Everybody should. Uh, but, I mean, at this point, who who would really come out and argue, especially less than a week beforehand? Absolutely. 
And uh, most of the money in Las Vegas has been pretty split. Mm -hmm. But then the other states that have um, legalized sports betting have actually been all on the Patriots, obviously, because, you know, New Jersey is other places over the east. But I'm definitely rooting for the Rams. And I think I like the points because I think that they can keep it close. So... Maybe if I could get three or three and a half somewhere. <laughs> two and a half is kind of a... I was about to say two and a half is... It's kind of a rough number, but... That's what I was thinking about because I was thinking about that score. And that's why I was just like... So it would be, in theory, and at least when I read that number, I'm thinking 30 to 28. Right. That's what they're assuming that it'll be. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not willing to jump out on a ledge and say that it's going to be super low scoring. Because the Rams are the Rams, but I mean, hey. <laughs> I okay. So here's my um, my disappointment, which I'm sure is a lot of people's. But I wanted to see Brady versus Breeze, or the two young bucks, and see Golf versus McHolmes, and then we got this matchup. Uh, well, I guess you. Can, I guess you got the best of both worlds, kind of. I mean, you can look at it glass half full as opposed to glass half empty. Okay. But okay. to be honest with you, Patrick Mahomes is going to get to one. For sure. Patrick Mahomes is going to get to one. Um, I would say, uh, I'm. I'd throw it out there. He's going to get to a few. He's. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with you. Once that. Once that legacy in 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 new england kind of dissipate he honestly might be the reason why it does okay i i agree i mean hey he he might get he might be the reason why new england becomes an afterthought in the near future um i think that's another uh social media right there yeah, I, I'm. That's the one. Like I remember what I said about the tip in earlier. That's probably one of the ones that I'm going to get dragged across Twitter for. Okay. So that's fine. Especially I know somebody who, uh, <laughs> my little brother who hopefully he's listening. We'll see if he um responds okay. relatively shortly because he's a Patriot fan. Okay. I um, hope he is listening. I, I want the Rams to win just because of that, so he can have a parade in the city and not attend it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm cynical, but I, I want that. I want him not to show up. He can't go. He's banned from the parade. From the parade, if it happens in anyway. that's funny. I like it. Okay, so now let's talk about MVP and the odds. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I mean, do you want to guess the favorite or? It's I'm gonna go out on the limb and say Brady. You are correct. Four to five odds. To be honest with you, I'm again. This is the podcast conversation that we said we were going to talk about, but I'm going to explain why I sat out this particular year in terms of football. But um, I saw this, and I know who my money would be on in terms of MVP. Okay. So I guess, I guess I probably sound crazy, but wanting the Rams to win and who my pick for Super Bowl MVP is going to be like, how does that work? But to be honest with you, I'm looking at the fourth line. I'm looking at Sony Michelle. Okay. Because. You definitely, yeah, you definitely just shocked me there. I wasn't. Because Brady, he's, nobody's got, well, I mean, Max Kellerman is having no problem saying it, but he's slowly 
turn and I guess nobody's going to end up wanting to say it because how can I find the the, the right words to to use? Brady is turning into cuz he's so brilliant and he's so methodical with the football that he's turning into perhaps the best game manager. Absolutely. That we've seen because of course he has to have the weapons around him. Uh Peyton Manny was obviously held at that high regard, but I think it's one of those things when you look at Sony Michelle and the way that they've used him just cuz obviously like I said, I have to keep a, keep along with everything. I can't I'm not watching the actual games, but looking at statistics, looking at um obviously I have to watch Sports Center. Looking at things right. like that, looking at how much they rely on Sony Michelle, I think that the New England Patriots, I mean the New England Patriots, the, the LA Rams aren't going to dare Brady to beat them. So they're going to have to key in on somebody. So I think, ironically enough, they might try to take away his receivers and say run the ball up the middle. Okay. And I think that they're not necessarily going to run the ball up the middle. They're going to they're, they're gonna do a couple of pitches, a couple of halfback screens. And, again, all of these things are to Sony Michelle. I think they're going to run misdirection. All of these different things are to Sony Michelle. And I think he's going to be the catalyst that, like I said, on those third and twos, that keeps the drive going that are heartbreakers that I, I can definitely see him just piling up the yards after that. By the way, he's 51 yards away from breaking New England's um, postseason rushing record. Okay. 51 yards, and I think he's a rookie. MVP. Wow. Um, well, you're not you're not alone because Las Vegas has that has him as the second choice if New England wins. Yes. Uh, yes. Behind Tom Brady. So yeah, you and that's 15 to one. So I mean, that's a that's. <laughs> That's a way better bet than betting on the Patriots. Should I go do it? Yeah. I think I should. I do too. Okay, so give We might have to go talk. I need um I need one if the Rams or when the Rams win. Yes, when the yes, when the Rams win. Let's let's go ahead and put that energy out there. You think uh Um, early? I was just about to say, I'm gonna be honest, and it's not like the numbers point to it recently. I don't care. Todd Gurley. Yeah. Ty Gurley. Simply because he is the heart of that team. Um, again, you can say which one it matters more in terms of heart and soul. I didn't give him both of them for a reason because whichever one he's not, Aaron Donald is. Correct. So he's the heart, Aaron Donald's a soul, okay. or vice versa, however they want to shake it up. But I think that they're going to have to keep New England off the field. Right, exactly. So I think in order to keep New England off the field, Ty Gurley's going to get more chances at making those bigger plays than I think Aaron Donald will. Um, so, so I mean, yeah, I, like I said, it can go either way. I know I probably sound crazy talking about third and two with Sony Michelle for the New England, but talking about the key yeah. for the Rams is keeping them off of the field. But I think that one of those, one of those two will happen. But that's what the other team has to do. Right. New England has to control the ball. New England has to because Brady can't hit those home run home run players, and I'm kind of willing to say that now. Um, maybe he can't do them as frequently as he did them in the past. So, I mean, I don't know how much you even want to knock him for it. He's 41, age is undefeated. So I'm not going to say he's the worst quarterback in the league, obviously by no means, but he's not the Tom Brady of old. Yeah, just being a realist. Um, I like it. I like it. If if, uh, the Rams do win this game, then Todd Gurley's going to have a breakout game. My dad right. just texted me and said Gronk for MVP. He did? Yes. Do so, you want to know what the odds are? 
Sure. 40 to 1. 40 to 1. Watch him take. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. 40 to 1. And you know what? And Gronk is that type of spirit, just that football spirit. I can see him do it. I could see just, and honestly, maybe it'll be unfair, but I guess if Brady's throwing him the ball, even if the way that I look at it is the only way for Gronk to do it is maybe he won't go out and have 11 catches, 180 yards. Uh, Maybe he can't do that anymore, but maybe he has three or four of the biggest catches of the game. Is that enough for him to win MVP? But I would say no simply because Brady's throwing him the ball. So Brady gets those yards too. That's true. So that means even if you do have the three or four biggest catches of the game, either Sonny Michelle could still get the MVP or Brady could. I mean, but is it is it worth putting $10 to win four? For uh, that, the <laughs> odds, absolutely. For those odds, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. All right. Um, he texts me bet. Okay. All right. That's funny. That is funny. He what? said bet. Nothing. He just said bet. He just texted me bet in all caps. So I'm sure I got a phone call waiting for me when this is over. That's funny. Oh, here's some more. We have What's some up? more good props for you what since you're just talking about Sony Michelle. Will Sony Michelle score at least one touchdown? Absolutely. It's not very good odds. It's minus 200. So <sighs> I told you, you're not alone on that. <laughs> uh, will Edelman score at least one touchdown? You know what's funny? These are actually pretty good. Oops. What? What's funny? Is it possible that the Patriots win a Super Bowl if Tom Brady doesn't win? A, doesn't throw a touchdown? No. Are you sure? Are you sure? No, I'm not sure actually, because. Mm, might be a conversation because watch. Don't be surprised if the Patriots win on a def like, like like a fumble recovery touchdown and two Sony Michelle two two Sony Michelle rushing touchdowns. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying if they control the ball and they get cuz I mean even if you look at the game against KC that final play was a handoff to Rex Burkhead. Right. They have three right. running backs that they can go to that they that can all line up as receivers. All right, I need to find so. that prop because that's got to be on here. Who does your dad? Who does your dad want? In terms of well, Super Bowl he's, he's winning the Super Bowl? Obviously, he already is saying New England. Well, he's a Cowboy fan, okay. so he doesn't want the Patriots to add to their legacy. Uh-oh. He he loves. You know what's funny? He loves the Brady and Belichick duo. Right. And then once they started to kind of creep up to the Cowboys' numbers, he was like, "Okay, I still love them, but they they could they could stop winning it all now." That's that and especially being from LA, I'm sure he wants the Rams. But he's just bet on Gronk. He's just he loves he's, Gronk. He's I mean, on the duo, basically, basically, and and that's why we talked about the the line before. Could you get mad at that? Right. No. How could you possibly get mad at that? Um, potentially the greatest team of all time um, in any sport, or greatest dynasty of all time in any sport. Right. Um, potentially, when you look at not necessarily not necessarily in terms of winning in terms of number because i'm sure you can look at other teams from different sports who have won more but in terms of the sport yeah and the difficulty and the regularity in which you get repeat super bowl champions i mean it's yeah it's it's unfathomable yeah. what they're doing right now agreed um okay so i have a i have a bunch of props mm-hmm. on tom brady so let's let's look at these will tom brady throw at least one interception 
Uh, Will Tom Brady yes. throw at least one? Yep. It's pretty much, well, no is minus 125. So that is the favorite. No. Yes is minus 105. To be honest with you, I just think because <laughs> I was going to say yes regardless because Brady needs adversity anyway. Yeah. I could see Brady throwing one and it, it may be early i don't think he throws one late but it may be early maybe first quarter uh the rams throw something at him that he wasn't ready to see and especially with sean mcveigh and that yeah. coaching staff they will do something that they did not do during the season as shocking as that may be but um they're, they're they'll do something they'll catch him i i agree i'll take i'll take that one for sure um okay tom brady which which will he throw first, a touchdown pass or an interception? Interception. Really? Absolutely. I don't think he – I don't – he might not throw a touchdown at all. That's like, I'm good. very – I'm so serious about that. The Pagers may very well win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady throwing a th – that's why I'm against him being the MVP. Because okay. if he doesn't throw a touchdown, you cannot be MVP. That's why I'm leaning on Sony Michelle. If you do have a throwing touchdown, I think it'll be the Sony Michelle off of a halfback screen. Okay. Well, that's so. plus, plus 250, so – there you go. I'm going, interception I'm going first. To GBR after this. Yes, interception <laughs> first. We 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 need to both go. Actually, I have class. See, this is. Oh, I forgot the semester started. I forgot the semester started. Dang it. That fast. I'm in the studio just yapping. Yeah, just enjoying ourselves, talking chatting about the Super away. Bowl. Um. Okay. Will his first pass attempt be complete or incomplete? Um, I definitely think that first one to be complete. Like I said, he'll he'll come out, probably hit Edelman on, on a drag route, probably hit James uh, White, somebody quick that you know what I mean. So somebody quick that can kind of do something up in front of. Um, I'm sorry, do something in open space. I definitely think that he'll complete that first one. We'll okay. just we'll 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 see how how long he keeps that streak going. I guess that's the main thing. Well, that is favored minus two thirty. But let's take a break and then can we talk about some more of these props? for a little bit um sure before, why not let's do it we move on i still got pages and pages all right everyone stay tuned you're listening to talk that talk radio on 91.5 kunv hd2 i'm alex white with terrell chatterbox emerson don't go anywhere we'll be right back Understanding the many things in a mother's life affecting her pregnancy is important. You can help improve the health of all mothers and babies in Nevada by completing a Pregnancy Risk Assessment Monitoring System survey about your recent pregnancy. Also known as PRAMS, the survey is from the Nevada Division of Public and Behavioral Health and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The survey asks new moms about their experience before, during, and after pregnancy. Responses are confidential and used to help improve the health of mothers and babies in Nevada. If you receive a PRAMS survey, please share your story. Learn more at nvprams.dpbh.nv.gov. That's nvprams.dpbh.nv.gov. This message sponsored by the Nevada Division of Public and Behavioral Health aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Our military service members volunteer to protect us in the most dangerous places around the world. They step up. And when they are severely ill or injured, 
Returning to their families is only the beginning of their long road home. Beyond all the hospitals and doctors and surgeries they need just to survive, they also deserve whatever they need to truly live. All the in-home care and day-to-day -day help they need to live independently on their own terms. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs were established to provide these brave men and women whatever they need to continue their fight for independence at no cost for life. So many of them need us, and it's time for a grateful nation to step up. Find out how you can do your part at findwwp.org. Do you remember growing up with siblings? The giggling at night, the shared secrets, the united front you presented to the world, even the times when you couldn't stand each other. Now that you're an adult, what would your life be like without your siblings? Today in Nevada, there are sibling groups who have lived for years in foster care who are hoping for a family who will keep them together. A family that realizes that sibling ties are the longest lasting relationships in anyone's life. Can you be that family who honors their connection? If you believe that you can be that family, please contact the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services at 1-888-423-2659. That's 1-888-423-2659. Sponsored by the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services through a grant from the Administration for Children and Families and aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Here are a few facts you may not have known about ALS, more commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Did you know that over 5,000 people are diagnosed with ALS each year, with an average life expectancy once diagnosed of only two to five years, and that 90% of all ALS cases are sporadic and without family history? Currently, there are zero effective treatments for Lou Gehrig's disease. The ALS Association Nevada chapter wants you to know that it's leading the fight to not only treat but cure ALS through global research and nationwide advocacy. ALS Nevada chapter is empowering people with Lou Gehrig's disease and their families to live fuller lives by providing them with compassionate care and support. For more information, call the ALS Nevada chapter. In the north, the number is 775-351-7945, and in the south, it's 702-777-0500, or on the web at alsanv.org. Sponsored by ALS Association Nevada Chapter, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. More than half a million Americans care for older parents or loved ones to help them live independently in their own homes. While this is a labor of love, it is also a huge responsibility. But now there's a new law in Nevada called the CARE Act that will make life a little easier for them. The law requires hospitals to record the name of the person's designated family caregiver upon admission and keep that caregiver informed of their loved one's discharge plans. It also helps ensure that family caregivers have the instructions they need to safely care for their loved ones when they come home from the hospital. AARP fought for the CARE Act, as supporting family caregivers is a top priority for all of us. To learn more about the new law and download a free wallet card about the CARE Act, visit aarp.org forward slash nv. This message is sponsored by AARP Nevada and aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Foster children look and act just like other children, only their story is different. 
Their families are going through hard times, and until things get better, they need to live with people who could take care of them and make sure they're safe. Foster parents care about making the future better for these kids. Across rural Nevada, there are many children who need your help, including teens and sibling groups. Please help write a new chapter to a child's story and become a foster parent. Visit the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services online at dcfs.state.nv.us or call 888-423-2659 to find out more. Find out more about becoming a foster parent today and help kids find the safe, loving home they deserve. Sponsored by the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services through a grant from the Administration of Children and Families, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Let's go. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk Radio on 91.5 KUNV HD2. I'm Alex White here with Terrell Chatterbox. Um, okay, so we haven't had any... Um, traffic on our social media yes. so maybe we need to tell people how let's they do can, it uh, let's do it let us. me make sure i open up my phone and make sure i'm reading the exact one um but i know for we're actually not gonna talk about the other one i'm trying to remember we're just talking about the radio show yeah on instagram you can find us at talk that talk radio show once again that is talk that talk radio show please follow us on instagram um again announcements will be on that instagram we announced when it was alex's birthday we definitely did a, a birthday shout out for alex yes we'll get into that, everything that way. she did later in the week um and we'll we'll let you guys know how you guys can tune into that as well but as far as twitter again it's talk that talk or it's at talk that talk lv again it's at talk that talk lv that's our twitter please follow up on instagram and twitter and our Facebook page is Talk That Talk Radio Show. Talk That Talk Radio Show. Alex and Terrell. And another thing I just want to get out the way because especially since we're telling you guys to come to so our social medias and like everything. For you guys that are going to like on Twitter, please go ahead and do us one favor. As you guys can tell, every time we come back from a break, Alex mentions that my name is Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. And she's, we talked about it when we were kind of building the oh. show, but she's Alex White. Yeah. Guys, we need a name. We need a name for Alex. We need a nickname. Um, you guys Please. will definitely get to know her personality. Please. Yeah. Help uh, me out. I need a nickname. This so, should be fun. This should be fun. I think I have. Um, a couple of things that they can run with, okay. maybe, and kind of get an idea to kind of start it up with. Uh, but later on, I, th I think it's, we have a segment later on for that one. And we'll have a, we'll get a poll going or something. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. In, in a little bit, maybe a month or so after we get get our feet wet here and we're on the, on the air more. Um, Let's do it. But we do have a couple fun hashtags that people need to start using. Let's do it. And one of them is for me. And yes. that is hashtag talk nerdy to me. Mm -hmm. What's that? And... That is, people have a, a play of the day, play of the week pick. You know, I want I want them to tweet it in. We can give them a little shout out and we can follow it, see if they actually made some money betting it. So Get a shout out on air. Yeah. So hashtag talk nerdy to me. That should be fun. And then we have another one, right? 
Yes, yes. So this next one, to be honest with you, it's the the name of the segment is that's out there.